and you're listening to the one two three show and it's tuesday so we're joined uh by andrew dambina our food and drink uh correspondent how are you doing andrew i'm okay it's a nice bright day um things are sounding good with the drop-in numbers of coronavirus aren't they noreen how are you feeling yeah i feel i feel quite good um you know as always hong kong really is the safest place to be it's amazing how how we've managed to flatten the curve uh, yeah, I mean, it's been surprising news about Singapore rocketing up, but I guess we have to remain vigilant to uh, to, to keep it this way, right? Because things are yo-yoing all over the place. Exactly. I was thinking about the same thing because um, Singapore also, you know, they're super vigilant too. People wear face masks and they've been yeah. through SARS. Um, I can't really, th- I mean, the, the few differences is they, they didn't really quite close schools. Um, no, they didn't. No. But uh, and, and I, I think, suppose there's a lot of imported cases for them as also. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the same here, isn't it? You know, it was 10 times the amount um, when people started, um, you know, racing back from infected places, really. But it's, um, but I think, I think I thought there was a period where Singapore um, wasn't advising wearing of the mask for a while, wasn't Yes, it? you're right. Yeah, they, yeah, but, it wasn't advised. Uh, they, they've, they've changed know, that but, now. Yeah, sure. And who knows whether that had anything to do with it. But so at least we heard some good news today. Uh, for restaurants and their patrons here in Hong Kong a few hours ago, the Food and Health Bureau saying that uh, one uh, new rule that was brought in recently for restaurants will be dropped immediately. Yes. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Okay, that's that um, one of the handful of rules that they imposed on restaurants, um, uh, most of them will be staying, but at least one of them is going to drop, and that's the 50% capacity uh, restriction um, for restaurants, so they can now have a maximum capacity as long as other measures are still uh, kept well and that means having the spacing of 1.5 meters which is yeah which given the right. size of hong kong restaurants and the size of places in hong kong you can't really have maximum capacity no. because people no, are it's, set it's, very closely to each other so that's really a catch it's very clever it's, of the government yeah it's a sad one for more down to earth restaurants because if you think about Chan Tang's yeah. and other types of restaurants, fast food places, um, all of those tables, of course, are bolted to the floor and cannot be moved. So it's, um, it, uh, it, it will only apply to restaurants, probably the better restaurants that have freestanding tables that can be moved more easily. Uh, however, uh, it means that maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, it may give some of the restaurants with bolted down tables a bit more leeway somehow depends on their configuration but the other measure that's important to uh remind people and you know we all know anyway probably that it includes um uh still in place it's compulsory mask wearing when you're not eating in the restaurant when you're sitting at a table and the limit of four people per table um i always find the four people per table and four people in a group anywhere in hong kong to be a weird one because you can be a matter of centimeters or even knocking into your friends or family um you know if you were sitting at a table or going out with a group uh yet you have to be 1.5 meters away uh from a table of strangers in a restaurant so they're not all completely logical but i suppose um they're making uh some impact on keeping numbers down so the end result is yeah. quite good I suppose. well I, I haven't really been going out for, for for lunch or dinner well lunchtime i'm here or dinner i, mm. I eat at home and even on the weekends we, we just cook so i'm not sure if that four people applies to if you have a baby i mean if i carry my baby in my baby carrier mm. it, is she counted as a fourth person i mean i know she's a person but i mean she's uh, not occupying a, another seat so I, I, it's in 
Yeah, it's interesting. I haven't heard um, on infants or, you know, the under, say, two or so year old where, where a separate chair would be needed for them. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That's a good uh, question and one that will be interesting to know the answer of. But uh, can't uh, can't answer it myself, I'm afraid. No um, worries, but you can answer this. What are we going to be talking about uh, today? <laughs> yeah. yeah, OK. I'll begin that answer by saying that we've talked, apart from what we've just said about restrictions being eased slightly, about the long-term effect of COVID-19 on restaurants and bars a little bit before in uh, recent weeks. Most people who are interested in dining out, of course, will be aware that there have been scores of restaurants that have sadly shut down in recent months. There have been, uh, uh, I mean, for good, they, they, they won't be able to ride this out. There have been some outlets, even surprising people, being the, uh, the outlets of big-name chefs, the best known being Gordon Ramsay. All of his three restaurants have shut down. Um, Alain Ducasse, who mm. is one of the top Michelin-starred chefs and considered one of the best gourmet chefs in the world, who um, has had restaurants here before. His current one in uh, in Jim Choi was shut down um, uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, your favourite um, chef from the UK, Noreen, Jamie, Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver, yep. His, yeah, his, 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 his restaurants have... Uh, uh, have also shut down in, in uh, announced at the end of February. So, um, you know, when things make a turnaround, perhaps these chefs who do uh, have outlets all over the world will resume uh, having a, a, a restaurant or two or more in Hong Kong because it's always seen as one of the uh, focal points of, of, of dining and interesting widespread uh, menus. Uh, in Hong Kong. So I'll be surprised if some of these don't come back. It's just that they can't, they, their, their accountants, rightly in some ways, I suppose, don't want to continue paying for prominent positions. I mean, Jamie Oliver had a, a, a huge restaurant in, uh, um, uh, in Causeway uh, Bay. In Choi. Well, yeah, and also in Chim Choi in Harbour City, oh. which was, um, uh, you know, costing who knows what in rent. So it's just, I suppose it's taking... I mean, I'm sure that this applies with the same group. They're probably just flashed paying rents in restaurants where they're not making a, a dollar at all um, all over the world. It's a, it's a, it's a business decision. Um, but um, one dining institution, I don't know if you know this place, if you've heard of it, it's a dining institution that's been in town for more than 90 years announced uh, a month or two ago it was going to close down, and that's Jimmy's Kitchen. Do you know that restaurant? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. did hear well, it, about that. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it, it will be shutting down, and it announced that a couple of months ago. But just <gasps> in, a week ago, it announced that it's going to delay its closure by one month. It's managed to hang on in there for another month. And I got a press release a few days ago which said that... Um, Oh. That it, it it will just about be able to stay on for for another month, and it mentioned that it still had, you know, people should feel safe because it's um, it it has to adhere to fifty percent of its diners, etc. Well, as of today, it doesn't. It can it can have, you know, and that is it. That is a restaurant um, um, that that can move some of its tables to 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 fit the uh, one point five meter rule. So it's it's around until the end of May. And I'm not plugging the restaurant, but I just want people to know it's 90 years old and it's been serving these nostalgic mm. dishes, um, you know, that, that you don't see on, on menus in other places because they really are a taste of the past a bit. 
things like uh, I mean there are the other baked restaurants Alaska sorry baked Alaska is on the menu <laughs> I, yes. bingo <laughs> yeah if, God, guess guess what are the other two desserts that are on something that they're called, called that they call it classics it doesn't it doesn't have a carte menu but what it's been doing since it announced it was going to close which was meant to be at the end of this month is it pulled out of the bag a classics menu where you choose you can choose three or four dishes at different prices and the desserts have three choices. You've got one of them. What are the other two desserts on its classic menu? Oh, I don't know. Apple crumble? Um... Yes! Oh, really? <laughs> Come on, you can do it. You can do it, Noreen. What is the third one? You know that every, almost every hotel buffet uh, always has this. It's the, next to a pot of custard. A very British dessert. Uh, b- uh, bread uh, bread yes. and butter Come pudding. On. You got it. Really? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, get it. Get yourself a Mark Six ticket today. You're, you're, you know, you're on form. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky yeah. guess. Yeah. Wow. So, so it's um, yeah. I mean, they're, they're all nostalgic things like that. One of the main courses, which um, I had once a long time ago, and it's not, it's not really my cup of tea, but some people may may like it, is that chicken a la king. Do you know what that is? I do. It's it's a firm Hong Kong favorite. Okay. So I didn't know. I, I mean, it's it's a, it's a very colonial kind of dish as well, or nineteen uh, seventies dinner party. That's right. You often see it in a lot of sort of different um, Jimmy Jimmy Kitchen style restaurants. You know, these sort of yeah. um, checkered tablecloth. I don't know. You, you'd get mm. it at the Frankie Center, or you know, at, at uh, Sammy's Kitchen, for example. You know. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's it's one of those. Maybe it, maybe it was an original favorite from uh, some of those restaurants when I when I. Uh, first started dining in what uh, my now wife told me were um, what she considered Western restaurants in Hong Kong. This is before, you know, before Soho and Lang Kwai Fong existed. There would be things like, um, maybe that was on the menu at that time, but there were things also like, you know, everything would be a steak on a sizzling platter and all of that. That was the sort of the with Western... A side of, yep, with a side of um, sort of thick cut chips or... Um... Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or and, spaghetti, and, uh, pepper sauce. Exactly, yeah. Stay, and also, the, the, talking of pepper sauce, one of them that was masquerading as, uh, as uh, in a Chim Sa Choi, you know, so-called Western restaurant that I went to on one of my first dates with my now wife, was um, I, I had, just to try it out, spaghetti with black pepper uh, beef in you the spaghetti. So pr- pretty much cooked in a wok. But it was, but, you know, <laughs> but, 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 but the vibe in the, in the dining room was red tablecloth and sort of, you know, paintings of Switzerland and things like yeah. that. And don't but, forget, did you get a side of borscht soup? Because everything tastes better oh, with borscht yeah, soup. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, now that's that, fancy. That, that's, that's definitely. And um, and back to Jimmy's, uh, there are three soups listed, um, and that is, that, that, that's one of them. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, you, you, you've, got, you've got the vibe totally correct there. <laughs> well, okay, so um, I, with that, that's just if people are interested in that. It's now open until the end of May. And moving on, um, in the U.S., a bunch of restaurants are, in these uh, tricky times, giving away uh, food with with certain conditions. They're not just saying, come in and get free food from us. But um, there are mostly established chains. Uh, there are a few independent ones that are doing it. I guess it's the same here, too. People are just trying to get people in rather than, you know, because people are not really wanting to be out much. I mean, some states in the U.S have shut down restaurants but uh, but 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 in the uh smaller towns and cities they're still open so burger king recently announced it will be giving away 
three whoppers uh that's its most popular you know big burger and uh to students who answer quiz questions correctly on uh on social media so they, so that, this is quite a good one. I mean, if you can say getting a fast food burger um, is good, but it's um, but at least it's making uh, the young kiddos answer general knowledge questions, uh, and some are general knowledge, and some of them are specific, like maths problems to, to solve and things like that. And eat so their it, way to obesity. Well, yeah, but after using their brain first, you know, yin <laughs> no, and yang. Exactly. You, give, <laughs> yeah. you get some, you lose some. Um, so what is exactly. it that they have to answer? General knowledge, uh, geography, capital cities? Um, I did have a list. There was one science question, math, definitely. Uh, other other is general knowledge, which would cover geography and uh, sociology type questions. Ooh. And I uh, yeah, I so that, it that's, them over, that's them over there. And, um, you know, other, other places which are also um, uh, more slightly going, not, not a huge step up, but the Cheesecake Factory is doing things like other restaurants here. Some of them may be doing, if you, if you spend a certain amount, then you can get a, you know, you get a free cake and things like I've that. I've never it, tried Cheesecake Factory before, but I've heard people raving about it. And you can even mm. get it in Hong Kong, apparently. Yeah. You they can get it from, a couple of, yeah, yeah, sorry, go yeah. on. Yeah, no, I was going to say they opened. Yeah, they opened a couple of uh, outlets. Started off in Chinsa Choi uh, here. Yeah, they did. They had. They, they, you can uh, also get it from Seven Eleven pre-cut oh. slices. Yes, that's right. Uh, oh, it, I didn't know that. It was trending oh, wow. on Hong Kong Mums on Facebook, the Facebook group Hong Kong Mums. Huh. <laughs> yes, and people were saying you can get it from uh, the 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 K Eleven Seven Eleven. You can get it from this Seven Eleven, and people were sort of making uh, little. Uh, ah. Yeah. That's a very clever um, distribution move on on their behalf. Clever, clever idea, actually, just to use the numerous Seven Elevens that are around to do that. Exactly. Um, yeah, and uh, other upscale burger joints in the US, uh, TGI Fridays chain. They used to have some here. I th- those might have all gone now. Are they TGI Fridays? I haven't sort of kept up with that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There used, used to be, to be Wendy's in Hong Kong as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and Burger King has come and gone here and it kind of yo-yos a little bit, doesn't it? That's right. And Krispy Kreme. Anyway, sorry, just going off on yeah. <laughs> listing out, <laughs> well, listing out yeah. things that didn't survive the Hong Kong market. Exactly. Well, TGI Fridays is trying to entice families in by giving free... What Every adult that buys a meal can get a, you know, kid up to 12 or something can get a free kids menu. And, um, I mean, I, I've seen small amounts of this happening in Hong Kong but not loads really. I was just uh, I was just reading um US publications on it seems like a lot more of it's happening there but then they are being hit very hard right now so yeah. no doubt they they're trying to Poor um, New you know York. not close up. So yeah. Yeah. Um well uh yeah moving moving on so just got a couple of uh, things about wine. Um there's a new celebrity uh, wine. You know, we've talked before about celebrities who get involved in their own brand of wine. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've had movie stars and so on. <laughs> I and remember you said Sting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sting and his wife. It's um. Well, um. There's um. There's a, there's a, there's one that is going to be launched this summer, and there were announcements during the past week since we last spoke that this is still intended to go on this summer. I'll give you a clue, Noreen. Let's see if you can guess who it, who it is. I sent you a label, by the way, um, oh, which yeah. was. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, it, it's an Australian winemaker or brand, I should say, called 19 Crimes. And their spin is that they have pictures of uh, old convicts going oh. back a couple of couple of hundred Gosh. years. I was going to say, that, she looks like Gwyneth Paltrow. Sorry. 
Ah, you're calling her an old convict? No, but, no, no, I thought <laughs> right. she looked like that before you said that. But yeah, ah. maybe she was... Yeah, well, it, there, is a, there is a woman on the uh, bottle label that I sent you over before we started talking, and that was actually someone called Jane Castings, who got a seven-year sentence transported to Australia for knowingly receiving stolen cheese and bacon. <gasps> seven Pretty, years? Seven years for that. And it's um and so so it's an Australian brand that has until now had all Australian uh, labels with these ancient convicts with interesting little stories about them and that one I sent yeah. you was about her but there's, but but they've, they've collaborated with a US hip hopper which really is breaking their mold who they're going to put on a, a retro label. Who do you think? Have a guess. Man West or Coast hip hopper. Man or woman? Man, West Coast. Man. Man. Man, yeah. hip hop. Um, is he young? Is he a bit older? He's, he's a bit older. He's, he, I wouldn't say he's old school, but he's from the. You know, he's older than most of them today. Uh, Usher. No, it's not Usher. Uh, I'll put you out of your misery. Go Shall on. I? Yeah, you go on. It, uh, well, I'll give you a clue. See if you can guess it from the name of his wine. The wine is called Snoop oh, Cali Red. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep up. Is is it Snoop Dogg or Snoop Lion yeah. now? You know, he changed his name yeah. to Snoop Lion for a while. Yeah, he did a brilliant he did a brilliant reggae album um, where he called himself Snoop Lion only for that the duration of that album. It was uh, a very good album. Yes, okay. So, yeah, so he's he's being involved with this uh, winery. It's the it's the latest thing, and it's just good to hear they made an announcement that despite everything that's going on, they're still going to launch it. So I suppose, you know, worst case scenario in the summer, maybe they'll be delivering them rather than serving them from uh, places in bars or people rocking up to bottle shops. And the last wine-related story, Noreen, I've got for you today, is um, uh, will, the question, will wine tubes be the next big thing? Wine Uh, tube? Yeah, it's a type of packaging. Some people in the UK may be asking that question because for years... The uh, wine in a box got a pretty bad rap generally. It was seen as being, you know, quite sort of uh, low and not a very good way to store wine. But the upmarket British supermarket chain, Waitrose, in collaboration with an organic Italian winery called Orion Wines, who had been stocking anyway, have decided to get together and launch a 100% recyclable tin tube um, to keep wine fresh for 10 days longer than it would have lost in a bottle, they say. It's the first company to do so. And um, uh, it's totally 100% recyclable because it's basically going to be keeping keeping larger amounts that people can take home, but also instead of that problem of whether people are recycling bottles the correct colour as they do in the UK or if they export them to different places. So just a new bit of tech, if you like, or a way of holding wine that's been uh, released a couple of days ago. So Let's see if no it becomes longer, a thing. Sorry, yeah. go on. So, so no longer in in a box, in a cardboard box, um, putting it in tin yeah. instead? That, that's that's what Waitrose is doing, yeah. The, the, yeah. And, and uh, So that you don't get that kind of plastic um, bladder-like thing inside the box, if you excuse my turn of phrase. Yeah. Which, um, which, <laughs> which, <laughs> you you know, it's your words, you do. Yeah. It's a, it's a bag inside a box that, 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 uh, that's plastic and metal that can't really be recycled problem, whereas quite, I mean, sorry, it gives you a problem recycling it. And uh, that's, that's, that's what they're doing instead. So and sustainable, you, yeah. Sorry, but if you uh, Google wine tube, you'll actually yeah. find them in sort of little tube-like glass bottles. I know. 
I know. I I did. I did Google it. Yeah, I know. I did. I googled it to check that this was in fact the only wine tube, as they're calling it, which means a long tin. But when I googled it, I got the same as you, which was lots of sample size. They look a bit like test tubes with a flat bottom that you could <laughs> yes. put on uh, and, and a screw cap. Yes. And uh, quite honestly, that's probably a an appalling way of having a drink because they're so small in terms of recycling and the energy used to recycle one glass worth of of, uh, of wine. I, I saw those tubes when that came up on Google Images that they also had a bunch of whiskeys yeah. and cognacs. It's just, you know, miniatures, as fun as they are and as handy as they are, they are the worst way of... Uh, of, of, of drinking uh, something in a sustainable way. Exactly. Right? If you're going to drink, you may as well go large. Go big yeah, exactly. or go home. <laughs> yeah, three bottles worth in a tin. Love it. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. um, on this note, once again, thank you so much for your sharing this week, Andrew. It's great speaking to you. And that's you Andrew too. Dembina, our food and drink correspondent. And he'll be back again next week. Thank you very much for your time today.